This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Joining us, the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hello, Donnie. There you are. Okay. Yeah, what are you, here we are. We're what are you guys here. looking at? You're looking at something we're on the screen. At, what are you looking we're at? We're wondering if Beyonce's pregnant. We oh, said these, I saw that rumor last week. Yeah, but these photos of her in Paris, that's where she and uh, Jay are on the run. And um, yeah, it just looks like. Yeah, she's kind of got a... They're um, not on the run. They're on the run tour. On the run tour, <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry. But well, on the run, on the run. On the run to right. tour yeah. is what it's called. <laughs> right. That's a rule. They're not muscle. on the run. <laughs> they're not on the run. They're on the run, but run tour. But she looks... It could be either a lunch. But if you look at the one of the concert, mm-hmm. it that looks... No, that doesn't look like a lunch belly baby. She might baby. be pregnant. Yeah. Wow, already? Yeah. Well, she wanted to have four. Remember, four, 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 four. Yeah. Everything's four. Yeah, it's a skin so. tight. Come over here and just look All at right, this, fine. Julia, before okay. we move on to Cher and, uh, and Meryl. But, I mean, she's looking oh. very, mm-hmm. very, yeah. very thick around very the middle. Thick. Mm. Okay. Well, no, but thick around the middle. Like, yes. her tummy is just sort of popped. Yes. I wouldn't be Either surprised. Either that or that's the most unflattering onesie I've ever I seen anyone ever, ever wear in my don't life. Don't ever wear orange leggings, note to self. Well, but what it is, it looks like blue underwear briefs like a man would wear, <laughs> like Hanes underwear <laughs> with a white tank and a fancy <laughs> jacket over it. And they're pulled up high, together? And they're pulled up high over her belly button. It's no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. I'm not wearing that action. Okay, well, speaking of... Okay. Uh, no bueno. Yeah, speaking of body suits, Cher, we've got a little audio, so... Um, that Mamma Mia, here we go uh, again, premiere in London. And oh gosh, we got, I had to go to Access Hollywood and Entertainment tonight, one of the two, because I was like, I know those guys got some more oh, good some stuff. Some more good stuff out of these two. And yesterday we posted the premiere photos, but here's Cher admitting that she is wearing the wrong bodysuit at the premiere. Because remember, she had that amazing yes. bodysuit with the pants. Here we go. What are you wearing this evening? It's amazing. I'm wearing, okay, I'm actually wearing. <coughs> The wrong bodysuit. They sent the wrong bodysuit. They've sent the wrong. They. Bo- it looks like it's, it's one size too small. And I'm and I and I keep saying to everybody, like Amanda, Amanda, make sure my jacket is shut. All the cast, the younger cast, are buzzing by the fact that you gave them a really beautiful present. Well, it was nothing. It was just a little something, you know. I can only tell you they're so excited they received that from you. Oh, I'm 
I'm, I'm happy because I just want to let them know how, how them being nice to me and special to me made what my job coming in on the tail end. I mean, even Andy was there before I was. I was the last person. So, so everyone made me feel really at home and welcomed and loved and all that. And have you caught up with Meryl since you got here? Yes. What do you have to catch up on? You know, this will be the first time you've been on the carpet since 1983 together in a film. Well, yeah, but I mean, we've been friends all this time. But we gab. I mean, girls have all kinds of things to talk about. We do. You know? well, well, like what? Like what? No, because that's personal and I'm not telling. Like what? We're we'll talking about you. You said that Andy was going to be a plus one tonight, but he's brought his whole family. Who have you brought? I, I'm with 30 people, okay? And Any special ones? Well, they're all special. If you're looking for a man, I'm not telling. <laughs> That's totally. Wasn't like, that good? Like, she just was talking yeah. to this, you know, the the guy from Australia working yeah. for Entertainment like Tonight. What? It was just, I love her. She's so good. But what do you think the gift Cher would give at the closing well, of that the... guy forgot to say it. I yeah. can't believe he didn't yeah. say, well, what, like, what, what did you give? I'm I dying love... to know. And she and Meryl greeted each other, kiss to kiss on the mm-hmm. lips on I the blue that. carpet. Yes, I saw and I love that she told them, yeah, okay, Silkwood was 1983, but we've been friends all, that's 35 yeah. years, they've been friends all, all these years. Oh. I love... I, I love knowing that. I love knowing that Mary Louise Streep and Sherilyn Sarkissian make out <laughs> and have been friends all these years, to use their real names. Mm-hmm. They've known each other and loved each other since they did Silkwood. Yeah. Which oh, is an amazing, amazing movie. movie. So now, that would be yeah. an amazing movie. And Mask, I know Meryl Streep wasn't a mask, but Mask was one of those movies that changed your life, I thought. Yeah. Oh. It was just so lovely. Anyway, that was good audio. That okay, was, now Marie, thank that you was. for going to those other TV shows <laughs> okay, up now, the list. Now let's talk about uh, Meryl Streep talking about reuniting with Cher okay. on Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia, it's Meryl Mania in London. The iconic actress spoke exclusively with E.T. across the pond at the premiere of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. So you look beautiful in blue. That's thank you. Well, I'm blue all the way through. Mamma Mia yeah. blue. First time you've acted in a sequel to one of your films, right? Yes, and you go in thinking with a heavy heart. There were several other incarnations that they tried over the years to make. They weren't as good as this one that Richard, this Richard Curtis and Old Parker came up with. I think it's it's fantastic and it's a worthy little sister to the first one. And uh, oh, I'm very proud of it. And what was it like reuniting with Cher? Oh, it was fantastic. I came on the set the, the day that she sang Fernando. That was my first day. And she just lifted the lid off the place. Playing a mama doesn't end there for Meryl. Up next, she'll star as Alexander Skarsgård's mom on season two of Big Little Lies. What has it been like joining that cast? Oh, it's fantastic. And I love having the girls as my boss because they understand. And we have lots of big, fabulous, um, drunken meals together. What else can you tell us? Do tell. Oh, I'm not telling you a damn thing. You have to tune in. It's fantastic. (laughs) I love that. I love that they both were like shutting their... I'm not telling you about my... But she's talking about the girls, and it's Nicole Kidman and Reese Reese Witherspoon. 
Okay, so I saw this. But wait, before we oh. move on from that, okay. so um, so we found out this morning that Cher is going to do an uh, NABBA cover album. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> She's releasing a full album. She um, After she did Fernando, I just thought it would be fun to do a whole album. So she is. Yes. And they'll be, uh, be done in a different way. So I love that. And, um, you know, Mom, Mar- Mama Mia is Meryl Streep's most financially successful movie even more really? than like the divorce one kramer versus kramer oh yeah well that was a long time ago. oh this my gosh that was hundreds of wow. millions of dollars it was mm. a worldwide hit so it i mean it's just because she does she does she's not doing blockbuster no, movies to have isn't. that kind right. of so this was her uh blockbuster movie right. and um uh the new york daily news um now it's Stephen Wood. I think this movie looks like super silly fun, but he he said, "Mamma Mia, here we go again." Even with Cher, the that's falling flat. Really, "Mamma Mia, here we go again" is the name of the movie, and boy, you're telling me. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> One corny scene follows another. It's a movie that has nowhere to go and takes forever to get there. Yeah. Cher doesn't appear until an hour and a half in. Yes, an hour and a half. That's yeah. my ninety. That's when I leave. I know. Yes. And I guess uh, Mer- the young Meryl Streep, played by Lily James, is um, um, the reason why she didn't get invited back to. No, they wanted the, the, the reviewer wants to know what was Mamie Gummer busy because Mamie Gummer is a doppelganger she for is, the young Meryl Streep. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, well, that's enough. Yeah. It's, he didn't like it. Um, Obviously, really. He said at the final thing, he said, none of the characters have anything new to show us. Brosnan mutters his way through another song badly. Firth, disco dances. There's no reason for any of this except for the studio and the band to make some money. Sorry, guys. You've met your Waterloo. Ooh, oh, clever. well, that was a clever, that was a okay. clever review. So, so Josh Lucas, who plays on... Um, Yellowstone, the TV show that you're loving, Lori, that I'm yeah. way behind on yeah. on USA Network. I don't think you're that. I think there's only been like three, three. or four yeah. episodes. Three, maybe. Paramount Network. Paramount Network. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the young Kevin Costner because they do a flashback in the third and third episode. With, I haven't seen that. Third okay, one. so the, he plays the young Kevin Costner, and so he was on with Kit and Natalie this mm-hmm. morning on Access Hollywood Live, and. Um, First of all, he is so beautiful. beautiful. And we know him. We, I fell in love with him in Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. And so that was just on this weekend. So I'm familiar with him. Mm-hmm. And so the girls are saying, would they ever do a remake of Sweet Home Alabama? And or he a goes, sequel? A sequel. Excuse me, a sequel. And he goes, you know, I would love that. And he says, I talked to Reese about it. You know, we've kind of shot it back and forth because Reese Witherspoon starred with him in that. And that was probably about 10 years ago now. I don't More even... More than that. You think so? Oh, and yeah. so when... um. Yeah, it was 2002, so you're right, like 16 mm-hmm. years ago. But he said that um, he always knew Reese. He always thought Reese Witherspoon would head up a studio. She was like that, he said. Mm-hmm. She just has... We've heard that before that about drive. her. That she was like... She was... That she most re- most closely resembles her character in Election. Oh, oh yeah. Remember yeah, that fun movie? Yes. Yeah. That very... Yes. And even a little bit of L without the ditzy. Super, super mm-hmm. smart yeah. and together. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, as long as we're on the movie topic, Donnie posted, we have our full official trailer for the Bohemian Rhapsody um, movie about movie. Queen and yeah. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. It looks amazing. Okay. It looks so good. And Rami Malek... 
you know, we were all set, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen was going to play him and he dropped out and we were like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, but he looks exactly yeah, like him. They've and got him it, made up. They do. Yep. And it's, it looks know, good. It looks so good. And, we and were, I want to know the story more of I, Queen. I don't know Because I know, like, I don't know about how the band came together. I really no, know more about don't. Freddie Mercury. Right. Because and he was such an iconic He wanted to go off and have a solo career. I and, believe it. And then they reunited for Live Aid. Yeah, I remember that. So that's when mm-hmm. they got back because he was... Well, I, I'm curious the story. I know yeah. nothing, Lori. I know yeah, nothing but right. the music. By the way, Bette Midler, Hello, Dolly. She is back open on Broadway tonight. But listen to this. Roger Friedman. I know we got to get to the Dirt yeah. Delight. Uh, the Roger, Dirt Delight. Dirt, dirt Alert. He said uh, <laughs> she will close the show on August 25th. And her return comes not a minute too soon because uh, they the it's reached a box office of 777 a week with Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber and mm-hmm. Roger Friedman thinks their production was superior to Bette Midler and David Hyde Pierce mm. because Bette Midler was getting, they were selling $2 million a week when Bette Midler first was on Hello, Dolly. Right, right. And then when Bernadette Peters and Vic, uh, Victor Garber, ticket prices returned back to normal. Right. But this is not a sellout. There are plenty of mezzanine and balcony seats available through August 24th. Get your um, tickets. But, and producers must be counting on good walk up business. The joke in, on Broadway is the joke is the audience will walk up and up and up and up because it's that. And, uh, he's recommending that you go see Donna Murphy on one of the Tuesdays when she fills in for Bette Midler because she's a Broadway superstar. Oh, she is. Like indeed, Bernadette Donna Peters. Murphy, yeah. And it would be worth hearing her sing Dolly. Oh. And Roger's like, why aren't you guys keeping this going and bringing in, um, other other people. Well, like what David Merrick did in the '60s with Pearl Bailey, and bring in a black oh, that's woman. Right. They could have Queen Latifah, Audra McDonald, Gladys Knight could do it. Yes. he said, "Well, don't." He said, "That's because this production was never about the art; it was always about the cash grab." Okay, oh, Roger. Well, isn't that now? I wonder if that's what they're going to say about the share show. Well, I'm. We'll keep our. Huh. Eyes and ears peeled. But anyway, if you want to go see Bette Midler, you can go see her. The tickets are there. If I'm you're not going, going after this that summer. Review. Well, I know, but I'm just, I know. you remember mm-hmm. we wanted to go so bad. So bad. But at least we didn't have to pay $800 and pay too much. I'm very grateful for that. So am I. We've <laughs> saved money. We'll be back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here. <laughs> Coming in hot, girls. Yeah. Coming in hot. Good yep. afternoon. Okay, gosh, you guys, Beyonce sparking more pregnancy rumors. We were just talking about it. She's got a cute little bodysuit on at a performance in Paris, and she's fueling the pregnancy rumors. She looks fantastic. She did a phenomenal performance, but fans are convinced that she is expecting her fourth child with husband Jay-Z. Oh, she's pregnant, pregnant. I'm watching in the video. Yeah, she does look pregnant, but it's, I don't know. No, no. Elizabeth, look at it. Look, look at, at it. it. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, we've had a full sheet. Talk about this. Yeah, that's it's no like lunch it just belly ba- That's not a lunch belly baby. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Oh, how exciting. I know for it her. isn't that fun. But Four babies. Can you even stand it? So they have six year old Blue Ivy, mm-hmm. and then they've got Rumi and Sir, who were born in June last year. I mean, that's pretty quick. I know, but I think, you know, remember how four is their number? Oh, yeah. They have them 444. Four. They met yeah. on the fourth. Their birthday's on the fourth. Yeah. So they, they want to have four kids. Yeah. yeah. I like the four kids. Yeah, I thing. do too. Um, so anyway, uh, Fans love it. I mean, they're just discussing. Yeah, this the is what the. I mean, people at this Paris concert because she is baby, wearing, baby. She's wearing a onesie. Mm-hmm. that's expanded quite a bit, and they've thrown a jacket over. But when she dances to the side, you can see it. Oh man, that's fun. Uh-huh. Little baby in the belly. In the meantime, uh, Beyonce's former bandmate Michelle Williams has checked herself into a mental health facility. So she's seeking help for her struggle with depression. Okay. So way to go, Michelle no, Williams. Sources are saying she's getting treated in a facility just outside of L.A. She's been there for the last several days. She's talked a lot about her struggles, and she has she revealed her battle with depression in an interview last year. And in a statement today, she says, For years, I've dedicated myself to increasing awareness of mental health and empowering people to recognize when it's time to seek help, support, and guidance from those that love and care for your well-being. Today, I proudly, happily, and healthily stand here as someone who will continue to always lead by example. Good for you, That's Michelle. really cool. Good yeah. for her is right. I yeah. think it's really good. And she didn't need to say anything. She didn't need to say anything. She didn't need to say anything exactly. at all. But just, you know, having that conversation and being open about dealing with depression. And yeah. then when she feels like it gets overwhelming and she needs help, she's seeking the help. Yeah. I think that's go. really cool because yeah. a lot of people wouldn't do that. Right? No, I like that Michelle Williams. I like how all of those girls like Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams and Beyonce. I mean, aside from the first member of Destiny's Child yeah. who got booted, but the three of them have really, um, you know, Beyonce was obviously always the, the face star. of the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how it was. But the yeah. other two found their own lanes yeah, and it seems like there wasn't. There was an understanding of how that was from the beginning, mm-hmm. and there wasn't really a bitterness situation. Right, right. Because Kelly Rowland has her own career, and Michelle Williams yeah, is a yeah. really um, accomplished Christian singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Let's do the math on this one, my okay. friends. We've, and you've come to the experts. That's right. <laughs> Let me get, Let me my, get on my calculator. Let me get on my phone and turn the calculator <laughs> mode on. Okay. Kylie Jenner says... Is this from the GQ interview? She first... Yes, yes. it is. She first met Travis Scott, who is the father of her daughter, Stormy, Mm -hmm. at Coachella in April of 2017. I just want to give you a number of how many weeks later baby Stormy was born. Exactly nine months. 41 weeks later. Yep. Side note, 40 is the average length of gestation. If you're me, it goes 42. Stormy was born a month early, I feel like, or three weeks early. So... 41 weeks later, Stormy was born. I, I mean, mean, she, she met this guy. Tra- Travis and Tyga at the same time. Yeah. At the same time. And she met him and then got pregnant with his baby within like three weeks. Yeah. Wow. Unless it's Tyga's. I know. Oh, don't even say it. That would well, be I'm just saying there was overlap there. Right. Just 41 weeks after their first date. Yeah. She made this revelation in her cover story with GQ magazine that she, she started hanging out with him. Um, 
I love this. The Daily Mail says she began hanging out with the 26 year old rapper an average gestational period before welcoming their daughter. Oh, wow. Stormy. I just wow. thought that was really well, funny. This cover of the GQ magazine is, is it, Travis, it's troubling. It is. Yeah. Travis Scott is dressed in a suit with white shoes. And you know, and then Kylie pinstripe a gray gray suit. It's very, it's very pimpish looking. Okay, and he's already he's a black guy, so you've got that. Then you got Kylie Jenner sitting in a black bathing suit, looking like naked with her big bottom hanging out and. Sitting, no shoes. She has no shoes. It's like, it's a troubling cover. It looks like she's his girlfriend naked sitting on his lap. Yeah, she was just on the cover of Forbes. looks like she's his property is what it looks like. It does, and she was on the cover of Forbes owning it. She's almost a a billionaire in a suit, and now she just looks like... I think I'm just getting tired of, like, the whole... Kardashian. And it it doesn't even... I mean, it's just the fact that the guy's in a suit and she's naked. It's always that way. I don't know why she doesn't... What it is, is it shows... What it's showing the world is the dynamic of men and women is that in order for men to be powerful, they're in a suit, and then the women have have to to be be naked. naked. It's terrible. With their ass hanging out. And 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 no shoes, so they can't even run. No, and she's doing the Barbie foot, you know, yes. the in foot, the Barbie foot where you pose up in your toes. you're exactly no. right. Yes. I mean, if he was it sitting bothers there, me. you know, and, and if he had his underwear on yeah, and she awesome. had her underwear any, on, I'd be okay. Great. I know. At least they're equal. I know. I'm totally about it. Donnie, I feel the same way. can you post this cover? Oh, it's that's pro- sure. making us yeah, so mad. It, it's just making Let's make me other mad. people mad. Yeah. What's the magazine? The it's called the GQ cover. Yeah, yeah I've it's seen GQ. it. Yeah. It's just, but I do like that GQ asked him if he was afraid of the Kardashian curse. <laughs> Remember that Scott Disick brought yeah. up? And he went to a spiritual, he had like his crystals cleared or something. Sage, burning sage, sage probably. And of course, you know, he doesn't believe it. But anyway. I think it just is, again, it's another like just pathetic cliched example of how women are constantly told over and over again that the only way to get attention and be powerful is to be naked. Yeah, I know. And I just, th- and the that's Kardashian the problem. women love well, they, to exemplify that. Yeah. They and love if you want to wanna find out how um, the other Kardashian lost 33 pounds, you can go to her website, but you have to pay twenty four ninety nine. dollars 99 What? Chloe. Isn't it Chloe? Chloe. Chloe's lost we like weight. Chloe. But if you want to find out how she did it, go to her website and join Unlimited access to her for twenty four ninety nine for a year. I'll pass. Unlimited Chloe. Thanks, Bye-bye. girls. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank we you. got we got Kenny with unlimited. Well, he's got limited traffic news, but you're going to give it to us. I know in a nutshell, and then we're going to come back with. Well, duh. Okay, huh. well, this is a duh, but it's also got um numbers behind oh, it, okay? okay? This is so from the University of Southern California. Good old USC, home of the Trojans. Very yes. prestigious. That's right. They tracked 2,615 and 16-year-olds for two years. Wow. And here's what I know. So here's what they found. Teenagers who use social media <laughs> for several hours a day have double the risk of ADHD. Well, <laughs> duh. duh. Exactly. But <laughs> they wanted to, you know, they had that theory wow. and they wanted to find out what was going on. And so that's const the constant digital updates during brain development years. Right. Impacts their attention 
spans, mm-hmm. obviously. How, how come I have it? I didn't have phones back then. <laughs> yeah, well, because, you know, they're, they're, it is a real thing. Yeah. But if oh, you yes. do have, if you already know that your kid struggles with attention, it, maybe it's not specifically that. Get him a flip that, phone. Well, yeah, you might want to. I Get mean, a flip phone. It, it's not going to, this is going to contribute because it doubles uh, yeah. the risk of it. So wow. if you're like skating on the edge. Um, it's, uh, what else? Okay. Here's what they said. The brain is rapidly developing. So teenagers find it hard to give anything their full attention. Okay. Exactly. And yes. So the constant beeps and pings of, um, a cell phone alerting them to attacks or social media update draws attention away from other tasks and the research team, um, they track these 15 and 16 year olds for two years, 2,600 and um, so they'd find out, you know, how many times a day do you check your phone or any other digital oh, devices? Remember, it was 440 times or something. It was just in, incredible. And then what they did is they monitored them for symptoms of ADHD and then impulsivity and hyperactivity and inattention. And social media, of course, is the most common reason why people check a digital device. Yeah. Did anyone like my Instagram? Did anyone Jeez. retweet? I just check it if I've, anyone called me. Followed by text. Yeah. Followed by music, streaming, right. and video chatting. Those are sort of the right. four. And after two years, those who checked their phones the most were twice as likely as those who checked the least often to show signs of ADHD. And this the, the study was published in... Um, the JAMA Medical Journal. Oh, a personal favorite. And uh, yeah, they said, uh, the scientists said modern media devices immediately notify people, users, when new things come in. Exposure to these things draws attention away from what uh, you're doing and the frequent distractions can disrupt normative development of sustained attention and organizational skills. Wow. And the that's constant... That's pretty in-depth. I mean, that's a lot of over two, 20, what did you say, 2,600 2, people? Teenagers, 15, 16. That's scary. That's alerting. But try to get a phone away from a 15 or 16-year-old as a parent. I know you're the parent and you're supposed to have all the control, but boy... It's like you're taking a limb. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like you're taking... Well, I mean, you could take their car away, but not their that. phone. Um, so here's... Here they say also the instant entertainment right, aspect factor. has an impact. As, uh, the research author said, high-frequency modern digital media users... you got to love the scientific I language, know. right? Well, it's they're building a whole new academic. science around yeah. it. Um, so you become accustomed to rapid feedback, which in the developmental years could disrupt development of impulse control and patience. So we're going to have impatient, impatient people and people who yeah, adults. <laughs> so the researcher, the head of the researcher said all previous research had always been focused on ADHD and television. Oh, which is so mindless and simple now compared to a cell phone. Yes, and um, and those studies were done years ago, mm-hmm. right? And w- there were no social media. There mm-hmm. was nothing like that, and um, so the high intensity s- uh, stimulation they wanted to see what is it doing. So it's just helping them fill in the gap how this limitless content can pose a mental health risk to children and parents should take a heart and wait until eighth. You know, if you got to get grade, your yep, wait eighth until grade eighth. to mm-hmm. get them anything with the internet or flip right. phones or, but be okay with standing 
standing your ground about limiting time. The Today right. Show had kind of an interesting thing. They had a family agree. They had like a four, an eight, and a 10-year-old. And they said, for one week, let your kids watch as much as they want on their right. devices. Right. Do it. And it was like the eight and the 10-year-old did like 12 hours the first day or two, two days. Okay. They just like went crazy. Right. And then it just kept going down. Right. But... um the, the it's, it's amazing to me because I remember being so bored that we would go outside and uh, make up anything just to entertain ourselves. I yeah. mean, just complete well, people, boredom that people, people are, don't experience that anymore. Yeah. That complete. When I see kids, little kids, like one and two year olds with their parents' phone or iPad, I just go crazy. crazy. But That's I know it. it's to keep them quiet if they're shopping or something. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. But it's easy for me to say. I mean, but I. Well, it's more. It's really it's hard. Really more like uh, the, I, you know, the teenage the brain teenage is what we're talking about here. But they are talking about, and they're probably doing other studies. But anyway, it does seem like gonna study find of duh, But we've they've never had this study, right. and they've conclusively shown. I just think there's really a big, huge piece of our. If it's just going to be a, it'll be a huge study about our society. What happened when social media and everything came into our lives? And conversation ended. It'll be before SM or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it going to be like when they get into the workplace? Well, well, let's hope they don't have the open office space. (laughs) Well, we heard from a couple people actually when we were talking about that open office space last week and how people pretend to be busy. Counterproductive. Yeah, it's counterproductive to work. Work and they hate it. Mm -hmm. Really? And people, well, there's no privacy. People, you know, you need some privacy in your workplace. Mm. And sometimes when you're working, one of the things that I kind of remember about you need corporate to America, yeah, you need to do some thinking, some plotting, and, and if you have the open, low spaces and every, people everyone's think you're busy, not, yeah, it doesn't, it's not conducive to that. Mm-mm. They probably have quiet rooms for people to go think. All right, well, here, let's go we to a lighter. The, we used to have the nap room. Hmm. At Carlson, the nap room, the nap room, it was lovely. I like that. If you had a headache or something, and I was pregnant, I remember laying in the nap room. Yeah, was heaven. Yeah, sick bay. Yeah, there's, there's sick bay. Sick bay, as it were. Do you have you went one? there a lot. Well, I was pregnant, Lori. I know, so and it I was, was nice. exhausted. Oh, that first trimester, and you just think, I. How do you keep your eyes open? Mm-hmm. Here's a study of Tell me some. Having more sex might improve your memory. This is a new study from the University of Wollongong in Australia, <laughs> but it spanned two years and looked at six thousand adults age fifty and over. Tracking everything from their diet to their sleeping habits. And there was overwhelming evidence to show that people who engaged on a regular basis with sexual activity had better memories. I love that. Yes. Another reason. But it was also true of younger couples, too. But still, um, there was there used to be that, you know, there was no correlation between memory and sex. I did never. I never even knew there was one. More sex equals a better memory. Why is that, do you think? Well, because sex um, boosts memory by stimulating okay. the growth of neurons okay. in the hippocampus. Uh-huh. Oh, that hippocampus is responsible for so much. Is. is that hippocampus a local band? <laughs> that is, Lori. Yeah, yeah, because that band, we forgot to ask Carolyn Kepnes, yeah. who named drops hippocampus all over. Oh, yes, it is. They're out of Duluth, I thought. Not, I don't know Ooh. if Duluth... But yeah, I meant to ask her that, 
That must be her Minnesota connection because she name drops Hippocampus. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. The cut. Do they? The indie rock band there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Carolyn, I gotta, I forgot. I'm going to have to tweet her that. But anyway, so yeah, it. Um, oh, you do have to tweet her that, Laurie. It, that's what it does. It fires up those neurons in the old hippocampus. So that's having more sex, Good. if you're feeling forgetful, you know, and you're over fifty, just go ahead and you know get it on. If you're it's trying great. to remember where your keys or your wallet are, there you right. go. <laughs> Have sex, and then you find your keys. Yeah, there you go. Get the more sex equals a better memory. <laughs> Tell your partner, science says so. Absolutely, science. All right, listen. <laughs> we come back. It is time for our favorite headlines of the day. Something in you. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. One Kiss by Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa. That's been nominated for a VMA. That was the other person Taylor Swift was beefing with, remember? Oh. Calvin yeah, Harris. You're right. Yeah. Another one. Okay, so favorite headline today, music related. Cher will bless the world with an ABBA cover mm-hmm. album because why not? Why not? Why not? Which mm-hmm. songs will she pick? I know. The low ones. <laughs> the, the low ones. She will. Lori, brilliant. Yeah, I not thought about the register. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah okay. I uh, mean, do we, I mean, because, so if you think of the ABBA song, so dance with me, you know, dancing, dancing queen. queen. Waterloo, Waterloo. Fernando. For, there's three. There's a gazillion. Are oh, there more, more? Do they all oh, sound the same, basically, kind of? Some well, of the early ones, you know, you had money, 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 and then honey, 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 and, you know. So I think they have ten good songs. All right. Uh, yeah, enough that's to more than I was going to come up with. All yeah. right, ten yeah. good songs. Yeah. All right, got it. Okay. Uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is being tailored into a stage musical. That's right. I'm very happy about this. Um, the guy who's a he's a Tony Award winning theatrical producer, Scott Delman, has acquired the live theatrical rights and of course the sisterhood of the traveling pants is an adaptation of amber shears coming of age novels that follow four friends who keep in touch with a magical pair of jeans she was one of our first authors too way she back was. when and, and then, in the studio i know she was so great and then we met alexis blydell america ferrera for in the other sure, one they were in the studio and the one whose dad owns the wilderness amber tamblin, amber tamblin. The only one that we didn't meet was Blake, Blake Lively, Lively, who really kind of stole that movie. Oh, yeah. That was the first time we saw her I on loved, the big screen. I loved that. We loved that book. We read, I uh, think, all three of them. Loved. And we loved that movie. Loved. And I'm here for it. I think this is amazing. I do, too. I love it. Well, and Mean Girls is doing so well on Broadway. But it's not that good. Well, all right. Okay. Well, there's always that issue. Yeah. So I, so I, I want this good. to be good. Yeah. But there is always that, Laurie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have for you? Duchess Megan wore a deconstructed trench from House of Noni. Love it or hate it? We liked it, but we hate the tea length. Well, I mean, we have a love-hate relationship with this dress. We've posted it for you. We love the color. We love the idea of it. It just looks too big and too long. <laughs> we- 
Too, too many buttons. Too detailed. Too many buttons. <laughs> She's many really. Buttons. I'm, I'm going to call her the Duchess of Buttons if she doesn't snap out of it. Instead of the Duchess of Sussex. She's Don't a Duchess of Sussex. Oh, well, that's go. how I'm going to. That's how I'm referring to her. We have <laughs> Channon. We have I mean, Channon. She's got her. I mean, we have names for people. Yeah, she's got her messy bun. Or, I mean, she's so lovely. It's just like, you know, I don't know. It's just, oh. it's just, it's a dress that doesn't know what it wants to be. But it's, I mean, can you like imagine when I went dress shopping with my girlfriend and we've came across so many dresses, dresses for that, a wedding that didn't know what they wanted to high, be. High, low, short, back, a high back. Dresses with cap sleeves. There I isn't hate, a woman I hate that alive trend. who wants to wear a damn cap sleeve. Although we've been seeing them because Is there's a whole generation kind of, yeah, that didn't I grow up with mean, them, yeah. Lori. No, I know, yeah. I know. But I'm just saying, I, we were in dress departments for grown-up women. We weren't at Forever 21 looking at dresses. We were looking to... Those poor cap sleeves, they do They do nothing. But nothing. They cut, they're, they're, they do they're nothing. flattering. And if you have one and you meet and us, this dress promise- doesn't know what it wants to be when you look at it, but because she's wearing it, she looks it's like gonna a be model. a coat later in the year because yeah, I know she's gonna have the sleeves. <laughs> well, I'd love a blush trench coat. So would I have a blush trench coat? I got a blush raincoat. I, 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 I have too. a morning and I got it at her burgers. Oh, you and your coats. Lori's got I, so much coat game. I get jealous of your coat game. <laughs> I get jealous I of the coat game. This coat. I'm excited to see the coat game. Girl's got game. I do. Oh, my friend. I is, let you wear my, my friend, green coat from Paris to Washington, D.C. before it went to Paris. I know. Thank you. That was really th- that was really kind. Because it was my friend. Moment. Deborah just said that she looks amazing in a cap sleeve. <laughs> She does. So I don't believe her. <laughs> Lori says only if you I, wear blush. Only with if you wear blush. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're going to look like one of the children She's, in Red Rum, Red Rum, The Shining. Oh, yes. The, the end of the hallway. The no, because she has muscular arms, too. Oh, oh yeah. It looks good. Yeah, but she says she's a rarity. I know she is. Yeah, that's a rarity. I know. Cap sleeve, even if you have a thin arm or a muscular arm... It's the placement. It's like wearing a Peter Pan collar. Oh, see. Or I used to like those. Julia. Julia. No, you know what I really like? <laughs> you li- don't have enough <laughs> neck for a Peter Pan collar. I, I do too, because it goes down and around. You know what I you know what I'm missing when you're talking about this? I used to like a suit with a peplum. Oh, a peplum is a, if like you're a, trying to cover a middle, a yeah, peplum is a peplum amazing. A peplum is your friend. And yeah. look at how you already assume I'm trying to cover something else. <laughs> why why like would you Julia, assume that? that? Would, well, if you're trying to cover your middle, Julia, <laughs> peplum's a great Jeez. idea. Don't you have a wedding coming up sensitive. that you need a dress for? I didn't say that. I uh, saw that on the Today Show. You were today. looking at me when you said it. She's well, always looking at you. you every day. <laughs> no, they showed a woman. No, it was on yesterday in the Today yes. Show. For makeover with different figure things, and um, Sarah Rogers would you know what did she tell us? Dress for your biggest part, right? Of your body. and this woman who said, "I'm very self conscious about my big stomach, right? And I never know what to wear for casual thing." And they put her in a pair of shorts that were you know above her knee, right? And then a peplum top, and I'm telling you, night and day, night and day, she looked long. I mean, it was so. Isn't it funny when yeah. you just find something that works? The silhouette. The silhouette that yeah. works for you. It's yeah. pretty amazing. All right. All right. Well, there we've done our peplin. Yeah. Thank you. The Duchess of Buttons. <laughs>
Okay. Taylor Swift's Reputation music videos, no nominations at the VMA. That's right. Two years after the snake emoji receipts were dropped, Taylor's reputation has literally taken a hit. And that's why she put herself on Go Away Private Island with Joe Alwyn. She did. She knew she had to take a break. Mm -hmm. I still, if someone gave me tickets to go to her concert, I'd go. It's at, uh, it's at U.S. Bank Stadium. But if there were good seats in yeah, the front. The that's too many ifs, too many yeah. wishes. That's not going to happen. A girl can dream. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Right. A girl can dream. Because we've been to that stadium. Oh, oh no. Right. I had the worst seats ever, though. I know. I, I know. didn't. I was on the side of the stage. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't gotten invited to that suite, even I with better seats than you, it was a nightmare. Oh, I hated that. I did, too. Mm-hmm. I was up so high, I thought I can't even dance because I'm worried I'm going to tip off tip the over. end. I know. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Me no like. What else do we like? Denise Richards steps out with her boyfriend as she calls him her soulmate. Well, let me tell you, they look like they're soulmates. I, they're he could be a lot of people. They look like the California couple. And if anyone deserves a good man, it's Denise Richards. She was married, you know, to Sean. Yeah, his name is Aaron Pipers. He's, Pipers. Be- he's beautiful. I and they've been seeing her. each other since mid 2017. I like her. I and think she's a healthy and loving relationship. He's wonderful with her kids. They don't have any drama, and they've just been showing off their love Charlie just Sheen. lately on social media. Charlie, yeah, Sheen, was Charlie Sheen, yeah, was the guy. Remember how she, we saw her on the red carpet when she was pregnant? He she, is Nicolette Sheridan's ex-husband. Stop. Yes, oh. they were married it looks like for it could a be year. Her brother, they were married for a year. Nicolette Sheridan wow. and this guy. All right, Nicolette. Is Denise's neighbor thought her ex was no good when she spotted him in the neighborhood, unaware he was dating Denise. Oh. Nicola can't believe her luck. It's her worst nightmare oh. seeing him strolling around the neighborhood. Are you? Is Dynasty over? Yes, it'll be back. Was it good? In the fall. Y- you loved, I loved it? it? All I right, loved it. fine. Especially when Nicola came on the I know. Scene. All right, All right we'll everybody have a great tomorrow. night.